This podcast is presented by the Bet Parks online casino and sportsbook app. New customers download now and get up to $1,000 in casino bonus back if you're not a winner in your first 24 hours. See BetParks.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 in PA, New Jersey, Maryland, Michigan, or Ohio. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult to Today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation semi annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal too. Schedule a no obligation in home estimate now. Call 866 Nation or visit windownation.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We're live in the Sunbury Motor Studios in the Susquehanna Valley Mall. Katie Meyer, Director of Athletic Communications from Susquehanna University, co-host today. Stopping in just because we're going to be talking some Philadelphia Eagles and it affects his Dallas Cowboys is Sergeant Dan from the Air Force. Sergeant Dan, how are you? Doing well, my man. How are you? I'm doing fine. And uh, the reason he's here, not because I'm here, not because Katie is here, because John Barchard joins us from BleedingGreenNation.com. Hello, Mr. Barchard. Uh, how is everyone doing? Uh, glad that we're going to have the, the treat of a Cowboys fan once again, Air Force Dan, hanging out with us one more time. Yeah, it's and, a highlight, uh, isn't it? Good, dis- <laughs> good discussion with uh, Monet Davis there between you and Katie. So oh, I, thank yeah, you. I thank you. Appreciate it all that. Thank you so much. And before we get into this, I want to say that DeMarco Murray is the best running back who ever laced him up. <laughs> <laughs> we're on board. Excellent. Yeah. No, I, yeah, I, I, um, uh, that's going to be such an interesting. Yeah, it's, a, it's still. To, to, I mean, I think a lot of us are still kind of fifty-fifty on exactly how that's going to work out. But um, uh, the more and more I'm, you know, just go back and watch games from this past year and the all twenty-two from him and Ryan Matthews and all this other stuff. I, I really do think the Eagles are going to have quite an impressive, uh, you know, uh, backfield here coming in. Um, there's still a lot of question marks. Not still one hundred percent on. Uh, the deal they gave Murray and all that good stuff. But, yeah, I'm really, really starting to get excited about that. All right, let's get into uh, some news that uh, is possible uh, just coming out today, and that's the news about uh, about Hendricks uh, possibly being involved with a trade. What's the latest, John? Well, see, yeah, I mean, there's <laughs> this was uh, uh, had been kind of been the writing on the wall for a little bit here. Mm-hmm. Uh, Michael Hendricks is, is a fantastic uh, linebacker. He's actually one of my favorite guys that's on the team, but um, I, I just don't think that they saw him as a fit in the long-term plans. Um, and it's not just me saying that. I think there's a lot of other people who are reading the tea leaves here. But, um, you know, they extend D'Amico Ryans today, which was always odd of like, oh, well, you know, you brought in Kiko Alonzo from Buffalo. Um, obviously, you're going to have a great one-two punch there with him and Kendricks. But, you know, and everybody expected there would be a massive pay cut or um, D'Amico would see his way out, but they, you know, Chip Kelly really wants him here, and I, you know, I don't think he wants Michael Kendricks here for whatever reason. We're not, you know, we're unsure. It's we've we've tried to, to speculate and put pieces together as far as uh, you know why he's not here. He's definitely a good playmaker for sure, um, and it was interesting because he had a you know that big open breakfast 
uh, with the Philadelphia media for about an hour. <laughs> he had talked about sports science and, and just how, you know, uh, he's not worried about Sam Bradford and all these other guys that have ACL injuries and all this other stuff. And then Kendrick's name gets brought up and he's just like, ah, yeah, but he missed four games this year. So, it's, <laughs> so there's, there's, there's that. And there's also just, I think somebody asked him during that point too, of just like, you know, you have three starting inside linebackers at that position. What are you going to do with that? He goes, huh, I haven't really thought about that too much. So, uh, it, it's just, you, you start to sift through all that stuff. And you're like, well, there are some needs here. Obviously, uh, they're in need of a safety. They lost that on Jeremy Macklin. So it, it's possible on draft day that he could still be a chip to move up to get who knows what at this point. Uh, but you know, um, uh, it definitely looked for wide receiver help, safety help, and if by any possibility he could be involved in some sort of Mariota trade, then I think that's more. They're more than willing to depart ways with that. Well, since you brought the name up, uh, Jeremy Macklin not there anymore. Uh, any word on any wide receiver they might be looking at there, John? <laughs> well, I mean, you know, this is this is what's kind of funny, Andy. That I'm glad uh, uh, Dan is here to hear this. It's just you know, it looks like they are going to sign. Uh, Miles Austin pending a physical at some point this week. Now, initially, Miles Austin, yeah, okay, it's yeah, he's injury plagued. Um, you know, he, he did okay with the Browns last year. It's not an exactly, a, uh, uh, you know, an exciting signing or anything like that. But the, the only thing that matters to me is the Cowboys are still paying him not to be on the Dallas Cowboys through this year. So whatever whatever the deal ends up being. I don't expect it to be another, you know, more than a, a one-year deal, two-year deal at the most, just to kind of fill out and be in competition with Riley Cooper for the third spot of the, of the wide receiver depth there. But I just think it's hilarious still that, you know, the Cowboys are still paying them, and yet they keep plugging away how smart they've been with the cap this year. Go ahead, Dan, anything? There's a reason he's not in Dallas anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. I'm not saying anything about his talent, but, um, you know, it's just – it, it, it just seems like um, there are a lot of, and just with every move, uh, I think everybody is uncomfortable with the kind of the swift changes, the you know everything that's coming out here. But this is uh, you got to remind everybody: this is what happens when uh, a coach gets control of what he wants. I, I don't think he and Howie had, saw eye to eye, and that's blatantly obvious because he's not around anymore. So um, when you see these things happen, and this is despite them win twenty games. It's it's hit its ceiling almost, you know. I think that's what a lot of people don't understand is there's nowhere to really move from here with Nick Foles, a quarterback, with LaShawn McCoy here, with, you know, all that other stuff that he didn't really want to be here with. And, and again, coming up with Michael Kendrick. So if that can, again, if Michael Kendricks and all that stuff can land you bigger pieces to move forward, um, that's exactly what's happening here. Whether it's going to work or not, uh, we're not sure, but the, I, I'd rather, I think I'd rather this than the alternative, but check back with me in about five weeks. Well, so I have a question for you. I'm a, I'm a Jets fan, so I know all about not having a quarterback. <laughs> so what, and again, again, I'm an outsider when it comes to the, to the Eagles, so tell me as an unknowledgeable Phillies fan, who is going to be the quarterback this year? Are they going to get Mariota? Well, you know, I mean, it's been the million-dollar question, I think, since uh, I think me and Todd talked about that in December, literally. So um, I, I am still not ruling it out, and I know people are sick of hearing it. I know people are sick of the speculation, the trade rumors. You know, there's a lot of people that just want to move on from it and, and be that. I, I do think that Bradford is here 
as long as they can't get him. If if it's one hundred, and they might be already there, you know, there's there's plenty of people that think they're already on Plan B, and they're shaping themselves up to kind of go get this. And it's it's kind of weird that, um, and again, going back to the moves, it almost seems like they're in the middle of you know, rebuilding or retooling and winning it all. Like they're just going to go, go for it. So it's kind of a, it's the draft is going to tell us, obviously everything. I think if Kendricks gets traded before the draft, we can pretty much shut the door on that. Cause there's, unless you want to draft, you know, trade away a bunch of picks. I, I just don't see it happening um, anytime soon. But the only theory that is possible right now. And um, I think Mary Kay from, uh, the Cleveland Browns at clevelandbrowns.com and speculate on this too that, you know, the Browns aren't done trying to trade for Sam Bradford. So if by some miracle that Mariota slides into that, you know, a 10, 11, 12 range and they still have a high value on Sam Bradford and they're willing to part ways with, you know, the 12th pick for them and do some kind of, or do some kind of weird three team deal with the Titans and the Browns. And, you know, the, the Titans end up taking uh, a, a couple of first-round picks. Uh, Bradford goes there, and the Eagles' second and third-round picks go with him. And then, you know, the Eagles end up with two, and maybe. But all that is is a huge long shot. And I don't buy that Chip Kelly is, is fine with uh, Bradford and vice versa and all that other stuff. I think that's that's what he can do. It's a better situation than if Nick Foles was still here. But uh, I'm still very skeptical on that being, like, the number one guy in here. You mean you don't believe everything that coaches say leading up to the draft? No, shocker. <laughs> shocker. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, especially now, and this is, this is what people have to realize, is there is no way Tennessee is taking him. And I'm very confident in saying that because I know for a fact that the Titans want to move out. And the same with the Jaguars and same with, well, I don't know if they want to move out, but they don't have quarterback problems. So mm-hmm. there's more than one team that are that is trying to get there. Uh, Tennessee is trying to it's a soft market so they're they're trying to drum up business as much as best as they can here um if they can't sell it and nobody wants to move which i uh, could is, is a better possibility i think is happening um then then it might get a little exciting or the bucks could just take them and just end all that you know, well there, there is that yeah uh here's here's my here's here's what i'm thinking chip kelly's either got to go all in about this or shut up <laughs> yeah well yeah i guess it's and I think that's what he's doing, to mm-hmm. be honest with you, Todd. I think he is going all in, and it's it's in his mindset. He trusts uh, Ed Merowitz that he you know came in here. He trusts the other guys that he hired around him. Um, I actually, I, and I know it's, I, I feel good about him doing it. Um, I, I'm, I'm not crazy about the moves, but I feel good that he's the one doing it. He's the one that's going to shoot himself in the foot. It's going to end up being on him. We had said a long time ago. Let him go get his guys. Let him go do his thing, and then it's and then there's no more excuses. So um, if it ends up being that this revolutionizes, you know, whatever. I mean, there's is, is his sports science really that good? Is his offense really that good? Will it tire out the defense? All those questions, you know, <clears throat> are still kind of up in the air. And I think this is a year where you tend to see if it's going to work with what we've all said it's a quarterback friendly system it's all, all that other stuff so if you can have success with Sam Bradford uh, I, I think that's uh, an absolute win uh, for the Eagles and Chip Kelly moving forward okay take uh, Chip Kelly out of this in your opinion John is Mariota worth it absolutely 
Is he? Oh, I mean, that's that's as close to a home run as as you're going to find. Um, I know there are some people that you know tend to give like maybe a Ryan Tannehill tag on him, or you can't spend that amount of picks because look what happened to RG three and, and all this other stuff. I just I think even if you had to Jenison from Bradford, spend a lot of picks on him. Have Sanchez come in there and start maybe four to six games or whatever the first four or six weeks. You just, just got Katie's attention when you said Sanchez. You know that. <laughs> well, there you go. But well, that's what I'm saying. Like, have fun with him. <laughs> when Bradford gets oh, hurt. Oh, oh. No, we've, we've seen. That's it. Yeah, absolutely. And so it's, it's I mean, he's going to, I think he's going to be playing a couple of games regardless anyway. I just don't, you know. Um, but uh, yeah, I think it's, I think it's absolutely worth it to do um, because. It's it's risky. It is absolutely risky. But I mean, a uh, uh, one year deal with Bradford, and then maybe I don't know. Maybe Bryce Petty, you know, you know, pans out if you develop him, or or, or Brett Hundley, or any of these other different guys um, in the later rounds here. Uh, but I I just think for what you're going to have to deal with if Bradford fails, um, is the the risk is more worth the uh, excuse me the risk is. Is uh, not as risky, you know, when you're when you're looking at it through those goggles. So um, I'm still all in for it. I, it, but each day by day that keeps going through here, it's unlikely to happen. But um, you know, you can have as many great players and wide receivers and guards and tackles and all that good stuff. But if you don't have a quarterback, it's not going to matter. We're a month out from the draft. We'll find out. We'll certainly stay in touch with you, John Barchard from BleedingGreenNation.com. Uh, Sergeant Dan, this one's for you. Des Bryant is still waiting for the call on that catch against Green Bay. Still waiting for just, it? Just so you know. Okay. Just so you know. <laughs> He's also waiting for his new contract, too. Well, there is that, that too, way. yeah. That's mm-hmm. coming. Absolutely. John, as <laughs> always, a pleasure, bud. We'll talk soon. All right. Sounds great, guys. Thank you Thank so much. You. John Barcher joining us on the SECV Hotline on ESPN 92.3, the Valley Sports Leader. Uh, John has no real...